but ask the animals and they will teach you, or the birds in the sky and they will tell you, or speak to the earth and it will teach you, or let the fish of the sea inform you. Which of these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. A reading from Job chapter 12, verses 7 to 10. Hi, my name is Moses Falco, filling in for our regular host, Dan Dick. Welcome to Church Matters. Today we conclude our two-part series highlighting Native Assembly 2014. In the last episode, you heard excerpts from some of the speakers from Native Assembly on the theme, Ears to Earth, Eyes to God. You can find this episode online by visiting commonword.ca and searching for Church Matters. Today we focus on the reflections of those who attended Native Assembly. I had the opportunity and privilege to talk with church leaders and pastors, church members, Canadians, Americans, Indigenous, and settler peoples. I discovered that our conversations focused on two types of broken relationships. The first broken relationship is between human beings and the rest of God's creation. It's easy to find information about the dire state of our environment. Many reports document that carbon dioxide concentrations in our atmosphere are rising. Our global population is growing. Mining for fossil fuels and minerals continues unabated, affecting settler and indigenous communities worldwide. As I sat down with assembly attendees, I asked them for ways in which we might be able to heal our relationship with God's creation. You know, we're hearing here, put your ear to the earth, listen to the song of the land. But many people don't know how to do that. What can we do together, you know, native and non-native, uh, to restore our relationship with God's creation? Take what you need and share out of what you have. And uh, I think that also resonates with us as Mennonites. We come uh, from a history of simple living and simple lifestyle and of biblical stewardship. One of the... Um, one of the questions that I like to ask myself at the start of a day is, what's the smallest thing that I can do today to, to care for creation? Because we're so overwhelmed by the issues, and um, much of life is incremental. You take small steps, those small steps become strides, and those strides become leaps. At least to start just being conscious of the fact that we do need to take steps of change and um, becoming aware of the problem and um, working out working it out together in community I think that's probably one of the one of the greatest gifts that our indigenous people our indigenous neighbors are able to offer to us because they've always been able to maintain that connection with the land we've forgotten it as settlers we've we've used the land for our own purposes for our, our, our own gain and the indigenous peoples have always understood that that they're they're interconnected and will always be. So I think uh, even this this week we've been hearing um, how the land is our teacher, and to be able to attune our ears to hear what our teacher is wanting to to, to tell us. Uh, I think just taking the time to to stay connected with the land is a, is the first step. 
this whole idea of ownership that's so ingrained into the way that we think about land in this in this urban context and um, just trying to re understand that no there's no such thing as ownership we this land is sacred it's something we all share it's something that's a gift we, we need to recognize what the land uh, has given to us and not just uh, uh, destroy it and, and, and uh, cut all the uh, trees and everything down and, uh, as it was said, uh, to, take, uh, to destroy all the medicines and everything else. We need to recognize what uh, God has given to us and use it. I think that it's really important to think about sustainability and creation care and we can think of that within uh, like God's relationship with the earth and with us. And so I think that's something that we've already touched on and I'm really excited about that. But I think that um, everyone needs to take action to work towards um, combating climate change and I think that it could be really powerful if the church got a head start on that. The elders say that the earth is speaking to us and we are not listening to the earth. We are not listening to what is happening around us. We are so involved in our economic uh, progress that we are ignoring uh, the earth and its signals that it's sending to us. And our indigenous people are, are telling us because they are connected. We need to become connected. The second relationship is that between settler and indigenous people. As we look at Canadian history, it is easy to see how residential and day schools and government policies continue to have harmful effects on the indigenous population. With the release of the final report from the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in June of this year, awareness and support for healing this relationship has grown. I asked attendees to think about what we can do to heal the relationship between settler and indigenous people. What are some of the ways you think that um, settler people and indigenous people can heal their relationship together? Extend a hand to friendship, extend a hug, sit down and talk with somebody. Something that maybe on both sides we're afraid to do, but it's something that's necessary in order for us to reach an understanding and to be able to work and walk together. Getting to know each other is probably the biggest thing. Um, I may not have letters behind my name, but I have life experience. And I like to tell stories. Because that's how I get to know you and you get to know me. If I tell you a personal story, telling a Bible story is great, but that's not my story, it's not your story, it's somebody else's story and our stories are important and that's how we retain our heritage in whatever you are. It's the way that we pass on to our children our heritage and our values and that's how we hold our hands in friendship. Where, where we need to recognize each other. We are different, but different does not equal wrong. I think it starts with hearing truth with open ears, uh, making sure that that settles into our hearts and bodies, that we really um, understand. And then I think it's about how do, how do we respond when we have heard with a kind of an open heart, how do we respond? And I think that the acts of solidarity and justice are essential. I think reconciliation flows out of acts of solidarity and justice. For me, it's very simple. If Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people got together and they learned one another's names, they learned one another's greetings, they learned a little bit about where each other came from, they maybe shared some food, and then ultimately they shared a story or two about themselves, the entire country would change overnight.
I always try to start with a positive conversation and so that we can continue communicating. So one of the things that I think needs to happen is um, is to approach our own traditions with a bit more gentleness and vulnerability. Um, be ready to hear things that don't quite fit with our beliefs and not panic about that too much. One of the things that, um, that I think we can connect with as Mennonite people is how important it is to us to always remember who we are and who we belong to. That's been a very strong part of our history as a people and has been part of what has bound us together as a Christian community. I sense the very same thing with the indigenous people. And if we can always be mindful of how that important that is to us and respecting that that is just as important to them. I think, first of all, we have to talk to each other. And we so often go parallel and we don't even connect to learn from each other, get to know each other and find out that we really probably have many of the same goals and they have values to teach us and we have to listen. Now there were many people at Native Assembly 2014 who consider themselves to be people of faith. However, there were many Christians who were not able to or did not want to attend Native Assembly. I was curious to hear what message assembly goers had for the wider church in general. If you could give one message to the church in general, what's maybe one thing that they need to know about what's going on here or about settler indigenous relationships? I think the main thing would be how can you condemn unless you come to join? How can you, how can you pass judgment unless you know the facts? Um, we need to sit down with our brothers and sisters we need to share and learn the facts and find out that we're very similar in a lot of ways. And uh, as God's creatures, our job is to love each other. We're all created under, by God, and so we're all one. And we're all brothers and sisters. So when you're in family, you try and love your brothers and sisters. So why shouldn't we be loving other people of other cultures. I, I don't know how to say it in a convincing way, but I, I want people to understand that this is this is so close to the Christian faith and, and to what Jesus calls to uh, in regards when we are supposed to love our neighbors, that includes all creation. And if I think if the if the Christian the broader Christian world could understand that neighbor is not just a person but is is all things, then that would be that'd be huge. I think that they need to know is about the work that's been going on because there's I didn't even know that there was so much work going on to heal this um, this broken relationship or even with the land that is going on. I didn't know that the work was so intense. And I don't think a lot of people know that either, that there's so much effort and money and time put into the, the effort of, of um, reconciliation. That we need to recognize where people are at and accept them for that and walk together. Deep in the heart of our tradition is the, is the call to justice. And, and it's not that there is a faith um, and faith on one side and justice and peace on the other side but that in fact to be holy is to act justly and we we know that we would we would take uh, scriptures such as Isaiah 58 is 
this not the fast that I require to loose the bonds of injustice. So the act of, uh, of justice, the act of solidarity is essentially a prayer. Uh, it is a, a holy act. And so it, it is vital that we act out our faith in justice in this world. God is one God, no matter where you go. And as I was thinking, the Creator is one. We're all one tribe. White, settlers, Indian, we're all one. Just as the Creator is one, we are one. And no matter where you go, He's there. So we can take that and share that everywhere we go. And I think the church needs to realize that God was here before we were. God was present in Canada, on Mother Earth. That we all need to work together and settler, host people, immigrants, it doesn't matter. We all have to start talking to each other and we have to be willing to learn from each other. Have the confidence to believe in the power of love, but the kind of love that is self-aware and the kind of love that's res responsible and ethical and ultimately the kind of love that will create a world that our children can understand each other as equals and as autonomous communities that are working together towards this betterment of this project called Canada. Lighten up and be communities of grace. Let's just be real people. Let's be ready to find truth where God presents it. Um, and let's move ourselves away from uh, communities intent on on blame, shame, and guilt to communities that are really intent on welcome uh, and on hospitality, on refuge, and on extending grace. That completes the second and final part of our two-part series on Native Assembly 2014. Join us again next time. We're here for you at 8.45 a.m. on the third Sunday of every month. We always welcome your feedback to the program, and we love to hear listener ideas for topics and themes you'd like us to cover. Dash off your email to churchmatters at mennonitechurch.ca. We also accept your phone calls and financial support for this program at 1-866-888-6785. Or you can visit mennonitechurch.ca and click on the donate link. I'm Moses Falco, filling in for Dan Dick. Know that you are called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Thanks for listening. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and